Let's face it, you have a food problem. You do. In this podcast episode, I'm going to call you out on it, explain why it's hurting you so badly, and offer you some ADHD-friendly solutions. Welcome back to ADHD Money Talk, the show that helps dynamic but distracted ADHD brains take back control over their money in order to stress less, live a more enriching life, and open up new and amazing possibilities. I am your humble and very ADHD host, Dave DeWitt. Very excited to be recording this episode because it's something that is very, very important to me because I see this day in and day out with people who reach out to me, clients, prospects, you know, whoever, ADHD and spending is a problem and ADHD and spending on food is a problem that I guarantee you that there is, if someone did a study on it, there would be very strong positive correlation between ADHD and overspending on food. But my evidence is only anecdotal, but trust me, it's a problem. In this episode, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about why it's a problem, how if you didn't do it, it could be so life-changing. And I'm going to certainly offer you some solutions that I have personally used and I'm currently using for me that lowers my cost of food substantially and it works. But hey guys, before I get into it, I just want to quickly let you know that it's the new year. I'm very excited to continue to serve ADHDers in the best way I know how, which is to be their personal financial planner. And I invite you to explore what I can offer you by going to dewittcm.com slash ADHD, dewittcm.com slash ADHD. I've spelled out in explicit detail how my service works, what you get, how often you'll meet me, what we're going to do, the things I cover, and how it's going to help you so much. So check it out. I would love to have you become my client and partner with you to help you on your journey. So I have a serious question for you. Are you eating your financial future? Are your weekends and even weeknights spent devouring freshly prepared delights brought to you by your friendly DoorDash delivery boy or girl? And Do those freshly prepared delights cost about 40 bucks each time? Maybe even more if it's for two or three of you, getting up to 60, 70 bucks every time you order DoorDash? Are you doing this five times a week, three, four, five, six times a week? You might be. And is this incredible mouthfeel of the food that you want, whenever you want, costing you, you know, about 200 bucks a week or so? Maybe even more, honestly, is your monthly DoorDash or Grubhub or Uber Eats or your local Italian joint habit costing you nearly 800 bucks a month? Are you parting ways with that much money, that much of your hard-earned money every month? It's so easy to do. It's so easy to do. And we get lost in the routine and the comfort and the convenience of doing this. And since we're not regularly looking at our statements and how much money is coming in and going out, well. This happens, and I've seen a lot of people stuck in this sort of routine. I mean, we haven't even talked about the money you spend on groceries. Like I said, I get to see a lot of ADHDers bank and credit card statements, and I routinely see folks spending $700 or more per month on groceries, and that's on top of the delivery, DoorDash, sort of takeout, take-in, whatever, food. And so I'm, you know, I routinely see, you know, food expenses of, you know, $1,500 a month or even more. And it's really no judgment. I struggle with this to this day, but I have gotten it under control. But 
like I've mentioned in previous podcasts, I mean, there was a time when when I first started to track my expenses and my spending and I, I was writing down, you know, everything I was spending money on every time I spend money, I'd write it down on my counter on a piece of paper. And at the end of the week, I would just eyeball it and I would see how my habit of buying lunch at Wawa every single day was costing me. I mean, I can't remember the number, but it was something like like 400 bucks a month for lunches at Wawa. And at that time, I was also definitely in a habit of frequently ordering food, you know, probably a couple, maybe three times a week, you know, ordering food. And so my monthly spending on food was astronomical. It was just absurd. And so it was really a slap in the face. So, you know, if you've listened to the podcast earlier episodes and you have not yet actually tried the exercise of writing down your spending on a piece of paper on your counter or wherever, or a spending journal somewhere and running down every time you buy anything at all, I really still urge you to do that. I mean, it, it takes a little bit of discipline, sure, but it really, really will open your eyes. Whether you're a single person making, you know, $70,000 a year, you're spending, you know, 700 bucks a month on food, which is probably too much, which I think is too much. Or if you're a couple and your household income is, you know, $300,000 and you're spending 2,500 bucks a month on food. I mean, it's all relative to how much money you make and what you can afford, but um, you have to take a close look at this. A quick rule of thumb would be to spend no more than 15% of your take-home pay on food. So if you're making, if you take home, you know, $5,000 hit your bank account each month, um, then you would want to spend no more than $750 on food, okay? And that's obviously independent of how many kids you have. Obviously, if you make $5,000 a month and you have five kids, that's going to be really, really, really tough. But then that's a whole nother can of worms and conversation you have to have with yourself about, should I look for a new job? You know, what sacrifices can I make in other places because I need to feed my children? But anyways, let's not go too far down that uh, rabbit hole because we know there's many rabbit holes that we might find as we, uh, you know, record these podcasts. You never know. It's why I try and have some scripted material. But anyways, go ahead and do that. I mean, that's a really, you know, if you take away one thing from this episode, it would be to find out what your actual take-home income is and then calculate how much you spent on food over the past three months, you know, per month, and then see where you land against that 15% rule. It should open your eyes a bit and give you at least a little bit of an idea of where you are. Obviously, that's just a rule of thumb that, you know, may apply to some people, but for other people, it may need to be way less, or for other people, it may be able to be higher and everything still works out with all their other goals and stuff. So it's very personal, but it's a good starting place. So let's get back to the example. So let's say you're spending 1500 bucks per month on food and you're single. You, know, you make a pretty good salary of $90,000. You're bringing home uh, you know, about $70,000. So that's about 5900 bucks per month. And so 15% of that is um, roughly $875. So really, you're spending $1,500 now between the DoorDash and the groceries. And you ought to be trying to cut that down to at least $875 at the high end. You know, I would, I would honestly say it should be more like 10%, but we're being realistic with this podcast, okay? Like, we have to be realistic. There is a cost to having ADHD and impulsive spending and having, you know, there is a real cost. Because even if we do two weeks of, you know, like hardcore meal planning and, and do that, it's, you know, we know it, we're consistently inconsistent. So uh, inevitably, there might be a stumbling point where, you just completely fall out of it and are back to the old habits. So a lot of times I find that the changes that we need to make need to be very compatible and need to be sustainable. We need to have boundaries set up, need to have 
need to actually have a certain level of convenience sort of attached to it to help us be able to stick to it so that doesn't feel like a burden, such a burden to maintain uh, the, the treacherous and the thing that we really don't really feel like we, we can do consistently, which like would be meal planning, which I'm not going to be uh, recommending. Well, I do recommend it if you can actually do it, but I'm not going to be uh, giving that as a realistic solution tonight. This example I just did is not working with the uh, blog I actually wrote to go alongside this podcast, where I had the person spending $1,500, but I wanted them to cut it down to $750. So cutting that in half. So bear with me. I'm going to, so I'm going to, the map I did for that example was the scenario was $1,500 per month he was spending and he's cutting it down to $750. So the question is, what is your food habit really costing you? And it's kind of hard to figure that question out because it's very, it, it can feel very intangible what it really costs you. I mean, you can say like, yeah, it's costing me the ability to have a little bit more peace of mind and it's costing me some ability to, to do some other things every month, you know, because there's a little bit more money laying around. But, but what's it really costing you? I mean, you need to have like something tangible, right? To like really feel what it could be costing you. So I'm going to answer the question by saying it's costing you around $385,000. And that sounds like a big number, right? Because if you invested half the amount of the money that you're spending on food, so you're investing the $750 every single month, into the market and over 20 years, you average 8% return on the money that you're putting in, which is literally just half your food budget, basically cutting out the DoorDash and those things. Then in 20 years, you wake up with an extra $385,000. And what would that do for you? I mean, if you have financial goals where you feel like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. Well, here, there you go. That You can do that. You can do that goal. You can buy it. You can get your house. You can upgrade to a larger house. You can go on a yearly vacation wherever you want. You can. Here, I just gave you a simple, yet difficult to execute, but simple way to do it. Cut your food spending in half and invest the rest. So think about that for a moment. Paint like a vivid picture of how your life would change if you could create that wealth simply by solving this one issue. The freedom, the peace of mind, the reduced stress, the reduced relationship troubles, the better ability to care for your family and loved ones, and so much more could be at stake just on this simple one part of your life that you're, you may be overspending on. Okay, so you understand your problem and what it costs you now. And you've tried meal planning. You, you've, you've tried that before, once before, and it just completely failed. You've tried cooking more, but it never lasts. You inevitably fall back into old habits. It's hurting you, but you do it anyways. And you know it's hurting you, but you do it anyways. I mean, there's a voice in your head every time you do it that's like, ah, uh, this is like, you know that you should, like, you should not be doing it yet again this week. But it just keeps happening. And, and you wish DoorDash prices would just like magically get cut in half. And honestly, you wish you didn't have to have the, the maddening yet fleetingly brilliant condition that is ADHD. At least when it comes to your finances, you wish you didn't have it. So if that's you, and I hear you and I understand, like I said, I, I've been there. And this is an incredibly hard habit to change, but it is worth it. It really is. Alrighty, we're going to stop the podcast for this week. And next week, we are going to get into the solutions and the solutions are going to be worth the wait to listen to. They have helped me in such a big way to get my food spending under control. So I've addressed the problem and next week we're going to talk about the solution. I want you to come into that episode with an open mind because if you take the dive and try what I recommend, you might just find that it works and that you're able to move away from the constant 
reaching for your phone, reaching for the DoorDash, the Postmates, the Grubhub, the Uber Eats, and all of that. So guys, stay tuned next week, and we are going to get into some good stuff. 